This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. Today we're going to talk about Sonic Mania, Uncharted, The Lost Legacy, and a handful of game news. But before we get into all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch our show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. And as always, we will, we, bleh, we would appreciate your feedback at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Wouldn't be a Game Nerds episode if I didn't screw up the intro somehow. Yeah, you know. We shortened it to avoid that garbage, but I still fuck it It happens. We only do it every other week, so... Yeah, anyway. I, I we think did, we shortened it so we didn't have to listen to it every time. Yeah. Sure. We did get a correction. Uh, last week we spoke, or two weeks ago, we spoke about some of the potential achievement changes coming to Xbox Live, and I talked about how I would have an achievement for being the only person playing yeah. Tron, uh, Tron Evolution, and Nick wrote in and said that he has also played Tron Evolution oh. on the Xbox. We got it an email, so, too, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, Thanks, Nick. Thank you for the for for our posterity and and general correctness. Yeah, that do is a true statement. Want to do that first, then the email? Yeah, sure. I gotta load it up though. The email from who? It was from Tommy. I feel like that's from like a year ago. No, dude. <laughs> I'm always eager to know what he has to. We say. We gave him a whole bunch of shit for not getting hold of us in a long time in the last episode, and then he sent us this really awesome email, and for some reason. Why isn't Gmail popping up? Well, I'll pull it up. Or you're not talking about the one that we already read? Yeah. Do like we Tom, read Tommy, Tommy last wrote in a long time ago. This is really good. We're yep. off to a good start. Guys. Anyway, <laughs> I'll, I'll take a look at things. But Yeah, brain, brain fart on my part. Anyways, what else have we played? Anybody? What else? Yeah. Yeah. John Star- played Super Computer put together. Well, Brian, I did that, Brian actually. played. Yeah. I was spectating. <laughs> oh, okay. How'd I, that go, Brian? It, very smoothly. Yeah, it took a little bit longer than I expected, but so John has a new smooth. Ryzen five sixteen hundred X build. Not you. Okay, sixteen hundred build uh, that can actually play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. It plays with, it really well with too. some smoothness. I was able to stream and didn't see any hiccups in terms of quality. Yeah, so. well, that's good. That processor should be pretty good for that. Yeah, it was. It was, and I really like um, all of the NVIDIA um, software has like streaming stuff built right into it. Like, yeah, I never realized how easy and cool that stuff is to use. I just like, yeah, okay, shadow play, cool, neat. Yeah, I mean, the shadow play thing is cool because it just captures all your highlights, like your kills and your deaths, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, it's funny It's funny to, like, revisit some of that stuff here and there. But what was really cool was I just was kind of playing around on it, and I set it up to uh, stream, like, just on Twitch. And yeah. I had never actually set anything up to stream on Twitch before, so I still don't know how any of that works, really. <laughs> I'm figuring it out little by little. Um but it was super easy to set up yeah. and get going. It and just kind of sets things up for you, right? You yeah, and then go. you literally just have to like, like the Nvidia stuff has its own graphical overlay, similar to how like when you tab out in uh, Steam. Steam, yeah, it's like Alt Z. Yeah, Alt Z does it for Nvidia, and then you can literally like bring up the next screen and hit go, and it just 
is it just starts going. Yeah. Like it's real quick and easy. Like worked really well. Um, you can Brian, do that to screenshot in any game too. Yeah, and Brian said my headset didn't sound like crap, so that's, that's cool because that headset that I'm using is currently garbage compared to everything else I have. But <laughs> apparently, it sounds the best. So, well, that works. But, yeah, that's all I've really used on my my new setup lately. I was debating putting another first person shooter on just so I can get back into the swing of using a mouse and a keyboard, but I wasn't sure what to put on. I was thinking maybe Far Cry Three, just because I actually enjoy that game. Yeah, I tried to load to that play. up the other day, and it, it it hasn't aged well graphically. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, think that's only uh, true for people that have and care to own a GTX 1080. <laughs> true it ran really well <laughs> but yes it was just very bland looking yeah yeah my bad the email thing i was referencing was actually the one that the conversation with nick the nick one yeah i i'm still not certain that we read this tommy email i think we did but either way i recall tommy, reading we one love you the last episode Maybe, but yes. this isn't good radio. So, Tommy, we love you. Thank you for writing in. Regardless of whether or not we have read it on air yet, we enjoyed it. Yeah, and Nico wrote in, too, and I think we spoke about that last time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. guess we could just mark these as red, and then maybe we would know. <laughs> they're they're both marked as red. They're all we marked as so red. We get so much email, we can't yes. keep track of it. People all. write in all the time. We could just flag them we in have, the email. We're very selective yeah. about the couple emails that we um, that we read. Yeah, what else was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I don't, no, I just I, I definitely want to like load a few other games on just to see how they look. Obviously, I have to put Civ Six back on because we need to yeah. play that some more, and it, that's going to run better now, I suppose. Not that it ran, it didn't run poorly before, anyways. No. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just want I want to put a few other games on and just see what happens. Did you? So, so you in our last episode said that. You felt like you liked Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, but the performance was making it difficult for you to get into it. Do you feel like that's that blot or that uh, obstacle has been removed? Yeah, because it's all I think about now is playing that stupid game. Yeah, because <laughs> like when when it, it's when it doesn't function well, it makes the game not enjoyable. Yeah. So it, you don't want to play it, and that was kind of the issue with uh, when I first started playing Civ with Civ 5 with Brian and Ricky mm-hmm. was that I was doing it on an older Mac laptop. Yeah. And it, it could run, but it ran it poorly. Great. And so that's what actually spawned me getting my computer set up in the first place was Brian was like, let's build a computer. Like, yeah. So Zach and Zach's in the Twitch chat. He says that you should try the Destiny 2 PC beta on the 29th. Oh, yeah, yeah I absolutely. would definitely like to. I was watching. I watched the uh, European Dead Zone gameplay trailer that, which is all played on PC, and it looks ridiculous. Yeah, it's in 60 frames at 4K. Yeah, I don't know. I, how... I watched the 60 frames in 4K video on my TV, and it was ridiculous. I'll be yeah. honest with you. Like, okay, it looks really pretty, but for some reason, I don't know what it is. It looks less believable to me. Destiny two, or yeah. Th- in like general? I don't like just watching the the gameplay in in the the in the PC. Like it just doesn't look it doesn't look as like immersive to me. Like that, I feel so, like being in four K and sixty frames a second is pulling me out of it. So some. here's the thing, and it's the same. This is what happens to me with um with TV as well, and it was something that I noticed a long time ago with British television, like British sitcoms as opposed to U.S. sitcoms is that frame rate difference is a big thing. 
the 24 frames per second or 30 frames per second that people usually think of as like the cinematic way to view something because most of the time movies and things like that are at 24 frames per second. Right. Has a certain look to it. Whereas when we watch things in 60 frames per second, if you're not used to doing so, it feels like fast motion. It feels artificial. It feels weird. It just, it looked more like a video game to me. Yeah. Than, than Destiny did normally. Like, and, and I, like a 30, a 30, 30 frames per second frame rate makes it feel to me like a more natural. Not more natural. Because, like the sixty frames make it makes it feel like real life to me. Like in the in, in the in the see, I, it seems hyper realistic to me. And, and that's yeah, like it just doesn't see. It doesn't have the same. I don't know. Like there's something about people just process it differently. And I'm sure, yeah, it's, it's a very it's, subjective yeah, situation. Just like looking at colors is subjective. So, mm-hmm. but but like the the slower motion of thirty frames per second is is. It's something that you're used to. I it think works well for some games. I always prefer shooters at 60 or higher, if possible. Yeah, I'm sure everybody I've never does. played a shooter and thought, oh, this should be at 30. But other types of games, maybe. Like, yeah, maybe not. When is though. the beta <laughs> open? The beta's open for everybody on the 29th. Okay. It's It was open ye- yesterday yeah. for pre-orders? It's only okay. two days. Two days ago? Open beta. It's 29th, 30th. Gotcha. Yeah. For I people who definitely want to give it a shot. Yeah, I don't know if you can preload it. If you uh, didn't pre order I'll check the Blizzard app yeah. when I get around to it. But, I need to uh, install that. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't take Speaking long. of the Blizzard app, that was one of the other things I played. I did play a few of the levels of StarCraft Remastered. Nice. Me too. And they did a really good job with that because it's like exactly the same game. They didn't take any liberties in any right. way. Even which is also a little weird because there are things in my mind like quality of life control things in the game that are not there. Yeah. You got <laughs> used to them. The, I thought they were in the game, they're not in the game. Right. You like, got used to them from from yeah. StarCraft 2. I, I kind of forgot about like the like the max group limit is only like 12 I want to say and it's like much higher in StarCraft 2 if yeah. I remember correctly. I can only pre-purchase Destiny 2 right now. I cannot download the beta. Yeah, I had that so. issue, too. That's not an issue. It's just that well, I didn't pre-order Fortunately, it. the downloads from the Blizzard app are super fast, so even if you have to do it the day of, you'll be fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's cool. But I was just wondering if, if you could preload. Uh, yeah, and Zach in the chat says he can't preload it. He also wants a Warcraft 3 remastered. Um... I see. That's the thing. That's that one. I don't think they're going to remaster, but I they have like just recently they announced that they are going to open up a public test server deal for it for Warcraft three. For Warcraft three, which means they intend to patch it again, and and I think they are also going to add newer textures. So like they did, so they yeah. did that with because Starcraft. It's, it's a three D game, so they can upgrade it without having to completely redo it. That's true. Yeah. The. So, yeah, I played some StarCraft Remastered, and it felt great, because I played Warcraft 3 back when it first came out, and I was like, this isn't Warcraft. I want Warcraft 2. StarCraft feels much more like Warcraft 2. Exactly. better. So, so, you know, I I want nothing to do with Warcraft 3, but sitting down to play some StarCraft, I'm like, alright, this is cool. The music is fucking horrendous. Like, I wish they could have just, like, 
done something with the it. The Starcraft music? Yes, it's oh, terrible. I think it's awesome. It sounds like the shittiest like synth crap that you could possibly They remastered like, it too. And that's a shame cuz they should have made something new. <laughs> it's I, not just great. Turn it off I admit and, I I like the music in uh, uh Starcraft 2 better, but I, I I hope it's better than this stuff, but I it like the the music it's alone. It's different for each race you're playing. That's fair, but it's, the, it's like super so, cheesy for the Terrans because they're like space hillbillies. Basically. Well, and I, I like even from like opening the main like when I open the main menu, I can hear that in my head right now, and it makes me want to gag because I hate it so much. Like I just it's making it it's making me not want to play the game. I think you should just shut it. But off. But then I don't get to hear the voiceover. I guess I can turn the volume down on the options, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that's fine. I I can I can do that, but it's it's just bad. I wish for some reason something. I feel like you can only play StarCraft to like Prodigy or like <laughs> like basically Paul Oakenfold. Basically, smack my <laughs> smack my bitch up on repeat is like the only song you can listen. Maybe Firestarter, but yeah, uh, that would be preferable to what's just in the a game lot of Prodigy. Me. That is a problem with the music is there's like one track and it's not that long so it just repeats so it could just be yes. smack my bitch up on repeat you could just it's like just a it's like somebody who made smack my bitch up into a midi form and then into an <laughs> 8-bit form and then brought it back to midi somehow it's like people who use google translate to like play the telephone game and there's then bring it there's back. a there's a video on youtube of a guy who takes every like he actually recreates every sample used in uh in that song i think <laughs> or no it was i think it was in breathe and then he like redo he remakes the entire song like out of samples that he made it's pretty, yeah that's it's pretty cool, cool. anyway uh, yeah anyways, i propose that john pick it up 15 dollars, and then we all play a game yeah, or for fi- several games for fifteen dollars each you, with a different race. You can't go wrong, but uh, I, I'm looking forward to playing more of it and then stream it. Just uh, put it on my trip. <laughs> <laughs> you get to buy that one on your own. No, yeah. I'm not buying that one for you. Uh, anything else, Brian? Um, I want to say yes, but come back to me because I can't think of it right now. Well, I I don't. I haven't played anything that we're not going to talk about in, in some other capacity. I mean, we already talked about PUBG, basically. Yeah. Not much to talk about Still there. fun. I got to three. I, play, I played a game of PUBG at two in the morning, like two Fridays ago. I got to third place where I got screwed by the circle because I had to cross a road and I didn't do it well enough. Yeah, that's happened to and, me. Uh, Crossing I, roads is death <laughs> i think if i if i would have waited it out and paid attention i could have found i could have let one of the other guys kill the other one and then i would have known where he was but could have would have should have in that game so yeah. but yeah no nothing else from me i i have i've been playing a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about today i finished both of the games that we're reviewing today oh yeah wolfenstein uh new order i started playing that finally and it's I'm, immediately, I was kind of thinking, like, why the hell didn't I play this sooner? Yeah. It's pretty awesome. And I I've, hope to try to finish that up before Destiny comes out. I'm not super far in it right now, but, it, like, everything about it's good. Like, it's got a cool story. It's well... It's it's well-written, oddly. I mean, I didn't expect it to be that story-heavy, well, really. The reboot yeah. that came out, like, ten years ago at this point... 
was one of my favorite PC games. Return to Castle Wolf. Yeah, stuff. yeah, it's it was nothing awesome. like that. It was one. so well done. Yeah, it was a good one, but it's nothing like that yeah. one. It's like a total different so storyline. So yeah, did they? Is this the first or was the Old Blood first? The Old Blood, from what I understand, is like a prequel. Okay. But it's but it like came it's out a afterwards? standalone expansion. Like it, it, okay. it came out at twenty bucks or whatever. Okay, and I, I picked that one up too, but I haven't played that one yet. But then the the sequel coming out soon is the sequel to the New Order. Okay, so the new Colossus. Yes. Okay, something like that, or maybe it's the old Colossus. I think it's the new Colossus, but Shadow shame of the we, Colossus. Shame we don't no. have a computer machine um, to tell us. Yeah, it's uh. It it looks good too, but I immediately was like, "Damn it!" Had I known I was going to get a new PC or build a new PC, I would have bought it on PC. Bought it on PC. Wolfenstein <laughs> because 2, it would look a lot better on there. Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus is the name of the game. I think there's a Bethesda sale going on. There right is, now, so but it's it's not cheap enough for me to buy again when I've barely ever played it on yeah. the platform I bought it on. That's fair. If it was two fifty, I would probably be like, "Yeah, screw it. I'm not going to play the PS4 one." Just, yeah, just maybe they'll go free, just like Brink did. No, no. Brink took a decade and terrible, terrible reviews. Not a decade, but it took seven, six, six years. I can't uh, remember. Yeah, no. I don't know. It came out in 2012, I think. It took five years and a bunch of terrible reviews it for is, that game. It to has go more players play. now than it ever did. Oh, and I'm free. sure. Because it's free. That's how it works. Right. That's how free to play works. But well, and their reasoning for doing that was so that hopefully people buy the DLC, but yeah. they get the game for free. I'm surprised anybody on that team cares about Brink in any way anymore. <laughs> but somehow they do. I don't know. It was 99 cents, and they were like, "Ah, just make it free." Like we're that, really making money on 99. That cents. game was a Is bummer because I heard so much, so many bad things about it. And I think I tried the demo and didn't care for it too much. But I was like really looking forward to that game before it came out. A so lot of people were. I think Pat was too. Zach said Brink had the worst network infrastructure I've ever seen in my life, and I, I believe it. I don't. I ne- I never heard anything good about that game other than it's cool in concept, but it didn't yeah. come together. So, but it's free now, the so o- everybody can try it out. The other game, uh, this was only free briefly, but that Shadow Warrior game was free. I picked that On Steam. up. I played it for about 15 minutes. Looks like it'll be really funny. Cool. Yeah. I, I'll refrain from any. In 15 accents. minutes, I think I sliced about 30 people into bits, which nice. was hilarious. But, uh. Sounds like, yeah. uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Sure. Yep. Any uh, other stuff? No, I have nothing. I, didn't, I haven't played anything else. I've been playing an app called Solitarica. It's like a roguelike solitaire game. I've heard of that. It's supposed to be good. It was a dollar on iOS, and I bought it like the week beforehand for the $4 that it normally is. But no regrets. There's no Metallica involved, is there? Sadly, no. Well, no. Thankfully, no. I will say thankfully, because I can't stand Metallica. But anyway. uh, Not the biggest fan. The... Basically, you come up against these monsters, and there's like a bunch of solitaire rows and you're flipping a card from your deck over in order to try and eliminate the cards that are in front of you. Okay. There's different colors that give you different energies that allow you to cast spells and use abilities. So it's, it's a really cool conceit to a very old game and it's a lot of fun. So if it's still a dollar, definitely check it out. If it's $4 and you like solitaire and that sounds cool, you should certainly check it out. But, uh, I think that's all I've been playing. Cool. 
Let's talk news. All right. First up. Bam. The Secret of Mana. Yeah, so John, you picked this one. Yeah, is getting a remake on PS4, Vita, and PC next year. Um, I don't know who all has played Secret of Mana on the Super Nintendo. If you haven't played it, you're missing out. But you can... Re- like It's part of the the new Super Nintendo Mini Nintendo thing. What the hell do the they call that now? SNES Classic yeah. Mini. mini cl- it's going to be on there. Mini. I'm really bad at this well, today. Well, one wow. of us That's will right. be able to get one of those. So. Yeah, so anyways, they're going to remake mm-hmm. this game any like no matter what. Which, it, I'm kind of bummed because this would be a good one for the Switch, I feel like. Well, that's the thing is it came out. It's already out for the Switch in Japan. It's called the Seiken Densetsu Collection. <laughs> but did out. they redo all the graphics? They didn't redo all the graphics. Because this this is getting a full remake. I like, understand. They're redoing yeah, they're literally doing, everything. A new engine, new like voice acting, musical arrangements. Everything's getting redone in this. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a full. 3D remake, but you should flick that play button. They should really just be giving me the collection on Switch. Like I yeah. don't understand why they. Wouldn't. I I agree with you, but I like if they don't give us the whole collection, like just give me this remake. That's because I would play this because so this I remember playing this on Super Nintendo and it's awesome. It's coming out February of next year. It's also a multiplayer game, so it's mm-hmm. perfect for the Switch, especially multiplayer is using the same screen. That's what this game was it's built multiplayer. on. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, the first game came out. As uh, Final Fantasy Adventure in North America on the yeah. Game Boy, and yeah. and so that and Secret of Mana, and then the unreleased Seiken Densetsu Three, unreleased in the United States at least, is in that Switch collection. Look at those sweet graphics, and I would love to have it. But That's no, pretty cool. Looking. It looks great. I hope it's cross by on PS4 and Vita because I'd love to take it with me too. Yeah. Um. But no, I I'm totally down. I would love. To, to play this game because I remember watching people play it when I was younger and thinking that looks awesome. Yep. But I just never played it. So no, I, I. No Xbox. Nope. Nope. No, no, no. You know why? Because it doesn't sell Squeenix. anything in Japan. <laughs> yeah. And Squeenix only cares about PlayStation. Okay. They only care about what will sell in Japan. So, but yeah. it's cool. It's cool that this is going to make it over here. Like they wouldn't call it Secret of Mana. It would be Secret of Setsu Two right. if it was only in Japan. But uh, I'm super excited for it, and I hope it does well enough for them to be like, "All right, let's localize the the collection for Switch." Zach says, "I love Secret of Mana, though. So hype!" Or no, excuse me. He said, I actually wish it was Seiken Densetsu 3, the sequel to Secret, Secret of Mana, because I played it with the English fan-made patch and I actually enjoyed it more. He said, I love Secret of Mana, though, so hype. Uh, same with Legend of Mana. So yeah, they would all be great. Give them all to us in some form. Yep. But, yeah. And then, John, your second story. Yeah, so, all right. Um, this indie dev, whose name is Acid Wizard Studio, made a game called Darkwood that came out in July. And they've seen a whole bunch of people um, you know, claiming to be YouTubers or press, and they're asking for Steam keys so that they can review the game. And then they just end up selling those Steam keys uh, on some of these like key, uh, what are the key resellers. I can't think of the names of any of them right now, but... Uh, essentially, yeah, like G2A and they're uh, kind of tired of that, yeah. and so they just put their game up for free on BitTorrent. So you can now go to Pirate Bay and download their game for free and play it for free, 
And all they ask is that if you actually do like it, consider buying it and stop buying from these reseller sites. Yeah, so that was the main thing. Like the the reseller sites are kind of pulling money away from the games industry. Obviously, right. it's kind of like a it's like it's kind of like GameStop in the sense of pre owned video game sales, but it's kind of even worse than that because they're like directly stealing from the from the developer in this case and trying to get it out there for a cheaper price mm-hmm. and make money off of it. So the idea that they're going to put it out there for free and be like, hey, we'd rather you have it for free than to make somebody else profitable with our work. Right. So that's that's cool of them that's, to do. That's along the lines of art for art's sake in a way. You know what I mean? And I, I give them props for that. Yeah. And the game looks pretty cool. Yeah. Like I saw I think this I actually ended up adding this to my um wish list. My wish list on Steam because I I I saw it pop up at some point and I was like I kind of want to play this. So I'll hopefully when I get a little more money we'll buy a copy of it. I yeah. would pay for it because it looks sweet. It looks creepy as balls. Yes. Uh I like does. that creepy artwork. Yeah, they have a quote. So I'm looking through this imager post that they put up to kind of explain what was going on with the game. Uh, so somebody posted, this game is so terrifying. I quit after one night. It's atmosphere is too much for me, which is crazy seeing as how like, it looks like it's, is this actual gameplay this top down? I think so. Yeah. So like the fact that somebody would be too creeped out by this. Obviously that's a prototype. That's yeah. That was a prototype creepy at all. But the, this, I mean, this looks really cool to me. So. Yeah. I mean, the sprite yeah. animation looks awesome. Yeah. Like it's kind of nuts. Cool. So. Props to these guys. What's uh, Acid Wizard Studio? Um, you know, it, they're they're taking a step that isn't an easy thing to decide upon, but hopefully it'll help them in the long run. Which I hope so. this is, you know, it's like I say, you know, there's no such thing as bad press, so to speak. So yeah, even though this is an article about them giving giving their their, their stuff away, they're going to get a probably a shitload of downloads out of this and therefore gain popularity. So good for them. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is a game that I might have heard about before, but now I'm yeah, more it, interested. I think I saw it pop up in Greenlight before they got rid of Greenlight or something yeah. like that. I don't remember exactly where I saw it, but I added it to my wish list. I'm a little worried that if I tried to download the free one, you know, just to see what it's like that my ISP would flag me because I'm downloading a torrent. (laughs) (laughs) No, it depends on the content itself. They have trackers on those magnet links that... Gotcha. Anyways. Yeah, so it's $15 on Steam. It is up there as uh, early access, I believe. So, um, Zach is asking if any of us played Hellblade when it came out a couple weeks ago. I, I did not. No, I... Almost bought it, but I didn't. <laughs> I'm curious about it, but I'm not that curious about it because I've never been a huge. Um, I, from what I understand, it's kind of a God of War style game, like a just kind of like a hack and slash. That's not how I understood it. But Maybe I'm wrong, but the combat's a very small part of it, from what I read. Um, it's it's more about th- telling the story than anything. Yeah, and the fact that that kind of got ruined by many people talking about it on the uh, on the internet pretty quickly, I I kind of don't necessarily care to uh, to check it out at the moment. But I, it's not it's something that I would totally come back around and check out. So Darkwood's like he is legend the game. 
That's cool. Or I am legend the game, not he is legend. He is legend's the band. <laughs> yeah. I am legend the game. Like you go around and you like loot and explore the world during the day and then at night you have to like hunker down and like set up all your guards and things so the zombies and shit can't get you. Like all I heard about Hellblade was that the combat gets very trite and boring very quickly. So But I do like good stories, so it's not something that I would be opposed to checking out, but Graphically, it looks ridiculous. Yes, it does. Like, better than Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. But, anyway, uh, Brian, your first story. Yeah. Um, PUBG overtakes Dota 2 for most concurrence on Steam. That's a big deal. Yeah, Dota 2's Dota, been at the top. Yeah, it's well-established in many countries. It's and like the reason esports exists yeah, right now. Yeah, they just had a huge tournament, and it was, like, what, like $25 million or something in prizes, mm-hmm. I think. Not including taxes. Yeah. Well, like, that's the take-home tax. Or That oh, is the take-home. Oh, really? Because okay. Valve pays all the taxes. That's, yeah, that's impressive. Um, so, yeah, it was very briefly, and I would have to load up the story to remember all the details. Well, basically, uh, just the fact that, that like this is the first time, like this weekend on the 27th, or uh, earlier today, like it just barely crested past Dota 2 for a little while. And, um, and then it, the servers crashed. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then it's going to, I mean, it's going to continue to grow at this point, too. And here's the thing. Like, it makes sense to me because PUBG, I think, is way more accessible yeah, than Dota. Yeah, it definitely has a broader appeal. I mean, I've, shit, I mean, like, a bunch of our friends that don't play PC games are playing it and like, yeah. or don't like shooters, they still play it. Everybody seems to enjoy it at some level. Yeah. Even if it's more like how you enjoy it, like that it's you're just it's like a curiosity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, I think it's easier to digest too. Like you don't need people to tell you what's going on in it necessarily. Although I heard there's a lot of streams starting up where it's just people watching other people's streams to commentate on what's happening in the game. That's weird. Um and and so how far is that going to go? Are there going to be people, people commentating, commentating on the, the commentators? Yeah, commentating potentially, the... that could happen. We could be the first commentating on commentators. Yeah, PUBG. I think we're going to start that. Yeah, you heard it first here. But uh, but the fact that you can watch it and understand what's going on easily, whereas Dota, yeah, it's a simple concept. There's a yeah. hundred people. You want to be the last one to survive. Done. You, you know, pick up guns and you shoot people. Find stuff. Hide. Shoot. Yeah. There's no feeding. There's no lanes. There's no cooldowns. Yeah, there's not well, there's like kind a of thousand cooldowns. different uh, heroes, characters to play yeah. or whatever. So it totally makes sense. It's all of their own counters and stuff. And I think it's awesome that it's fine. Like it's cool that the top game in like the Steam count would would maybe be a game that's not made by Valve for once. Well, Consistently, I mean, even. and it's a game that started as a mod, didn't it? Yeah, uh, similar to Dota, wasn't Dota a mod as well? Or League yeah, of Legends was? No, Dota. No, was Do- yeah, Do- Dota. Dota is like it was a Warcraft, Warcraft. three. Mod. It's kind of funny how that works out, right? Like a mod becomes more popular than the yeah. original game and is now like. like I don't, I don't so yeah, understand. Dota two and Counter Strike are both based on mods. Yeah, 
Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's just, that's the thing, is that you get people... And PUBG. You get people to go and iterate on ideas and be inventive. Like, the mods have the ability to be inventive, whereas it's difficult for somebody to come out and say... Blizzard can't come out and say, here's our experimental Warcraft 3. Like, right. that's a much riskier proposition than a dude that's like, I'm going to sit here and build this thing over months with people that are going to check it out, and I can incorporate their feedback and make it something people actually want to play. Right. That's that's cool. I will say back... um in the days of Quake, like when I first played Quake, I'm like, "This is cool that I that Deathmatch can finally be played on the internet." Yeah, that's cool. And then I accidentally found the uh, CTF mod, and I was like, "This is this is it. This is that's like all I want to play." CTF meaning capture the flag. Yes, for those capture the flag. But yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I the first time and I that played... became like a staple of every major release game for the longest time. The first time I played Capture the Flag on Team Fortress Classic, I fell in love. And, like, it's... That, that is still my favorite way to play a multiplayer game, is Capture the Flag. Yeah, but, but it's a very simple concept, and it just works. Zach said, uh, uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds is actually a mod created from a mod, because it all yeah. started with the DayZ mod, Arma. A mod for Arma, which led to the Battle Royale mod. It's funny, that explains all the inbreds that play the game. What? What? <laughs> oh, whatever. It's just all inbred, the people. Okay. That doesn't make sense. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. When you start a game and you pop up in the field where the where you're not even on the plane yet, and you just open up to some dude like punching you in the face repeatedly. I don't know the people that play that like. I well, that, I, mean, I am I am one of those people now. No, I realize yeah. this. So it's we're just, a bunch of your friends. Like the, the yeah. main thing you're is like us funny. Bread? Yes. <laughs> when you're la- when you're waiting for the game to start, like the best thing to do, like yeah, you can go and fuck around and punch people and jump off the plane and do all that dumb stuff, or you can sit there and use the running the people that are running around as target practice with the guns, That's which is what I, what I usually, usually try to do. But or explore that little island, or I just try to shoot Brian in the head. Yeah, as but much then as I you can. just the the you got to turn off all the speech because. Oh, oh yeah! yeah. I, I oh did. my god! It's that almost like, made me stop playing the game when I first played it. It's like walking yeah. into a daycare where there's no rules. <laughs> yeah, and if but. somehow I don't know what kind of microphones these people use on the internet, but there's always like this one guy that's like four times the volume of everyone else. Yeah, somehow they figured out to like rip the speaker out of a Burger King drive-through <laughs> from 1985, <laughs> and they've wired it up to their yes. computer. <laughs> Yeah, that's yep. The next time somebody does it, I'm just gonna be like, "Yes, I'll take an order of fries (laughs) and some chicken tenders with ranch, please." Yep. Anyway, that's Um, cool. What else do I have? Your second story is uh, up here now. Oh, okay. Yeah, HTC Vive gets a $200 price cut to uh, compete a bit with the Rift. Yes, it is now the. MSRP? Oh, no, it's $100 more expensive than the Rift, still. Because the Rift has been on sale this summer for $400 with the touch controllers. Yeah. But it's only it was only a $100 permanent price cut and a $100 temporary price cut. It's normally $600. It is now normally $500. Okay. So the Rift is $500 with the touch controllers. The Vive is now $600. With the controllers and also lighthouses to make it true um, room scale. 
So you get the two lighthouses that you set up on gotcha. opposite ends of the room. But they suggest three three sensors for the rift for the rift to make scale, an actual. But you do room not scale. need three sensors for room scale. You, you can just still can't, do it with two. Yeah, the main thing is that you can't like. The, there might be times where you go to turn around with two sensors and you will block well, your controllers from being... If you you have an open enough space, you can do the sensors that face each other diagonally across uh, the yeah. room, which is their experimental way of doing it. Which but is it does also, actually work from what I understand. All right, what, what's my minimum investment at this point? For, to get a Rift? Yeah. Or well, a Vive? To get a Vive and video card, because that can run it. <laughs> You're looking at getting a 1070, which yeah, is going to be 1070 at 430-ish. 430 was the cheapest one I could find recently. And then, yeah. and and then, then you're spending... Right now, is the is the Rift still on sale? Let me take a look. So I'm basically, I'm like a grand in. You're about 900 to to $1,000 in the hole to get, to get that VR. I'm pretty sure the 470... I just, all I want to do the, is play Kingspray. The That's 1070, when it came out, I'm pretty sure was sub 400. But it, yeah, the it price went the, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole. Nother I just want to play but... Kingsbury. I just want to play the graffiti simulator. I want to paint some train cars without getting arrested. Rift Plus Touch is still three ninety nine, so you're looking at about eight hundred and thirty dollars minus tax. Yeah, I mean, there's trade offs outside of politics and who owns what. Yeah, you will not be able to play but Fallout Four. From what I understand, yes, that's true. None of the Bethesda stuff yes, seems to be stupid. Like Doom VR, VFR is not going to support the Rift either. I'm guessing there are going to be workarounds for that. There probably will. Yeah, I, I would assume so. Because it's PC, usually problems right. can be solved third party somehow. They figured out how to run Oculus games with the Rift and Rift or uh, Vive games with the Rift and Rift games with the Vive mm-hmm. months ago. But I think. They're going to try and do a little bit more with Fallout because it's a vindictive fuck you to to Oculus, but I'm sure somebody will figure it out. Yeah, as far as functionality goes, I hear the Vive is a bit better, but the uh, the Rift has included sound, which is actually pretty good. Yeah. It has better controllers. The touch controller's better from what everybody says they are. Yeah, the the hardware, the build of the hardware I've heard it's is It's lighter best, and more comfortable, I hear, too. It's best with the Oculus. But the Vive is getting that crazy grip controller, isn't it? Oculus could as well. Like, I think they showed off some kind of prototype something, but I can't remember what it was. So, there, that is being worked on by, that's, by Facebook. That's one of the coolest things I've seen for VRs. The the ability to like pick up and put down things and actually grasp them. Yeah, like they'll they'll have they'll have sensors on your knuckles. So that's that just can, too cool. Yeah, but that's still who knows. How I mean, far out that if is. you just want to pick up and grasp things, the touch controllers are good enough. If you want to be able to pick things up with one finger, you're going to need those. Yes. It it well it just it raises the immersion right. more to to be able to man, manipulate an actual hand. It's kind of like the yeah, whole. Like what if you were playing the Batman game and they the, pretend they added this ability to the PlayStation actually, VR and you could actually grip someone's neck as Batman and kill them. Well, and the only thing with that <laughs> is kind of what the the argument that Lucas Arts put out against making a lightsaber game for the Wii when it first came out was that. You don't necessarily have the ability to stop. Like, if two lightsabers are coming at each other, 
and you're controlling one of them and they clash, you as the player are still going to push through that in real life. You will not be able to have that haptic feedback to actually hit something. So you won't necessarily feel that throat in your hands. <laughs> We're getting real <laughs> creepy now. <laughs> we all know we would I hope nobody just everyone. started watching us, but... Yeah, but that, if you're using force choke from across the room, you're not going to feel it anyway. No, and that's true. So it would be sweet for Star Wars. But the idea that you're going to like actually choke somebody's... No, that's like different. You're gonna, yeah, you're going to have to have Brian stand in for you, and you can do it that choke way. Choke simulator doll. No, yeah. It's I another peripheral that you have to buy. It's $10,000, though. <laughs> it's just think, one of those like uh, boxing buddies that's on a big stand. Well, there's, there's like, there is haptic feedback research that I'm sure would lead to that someday, where they would be able to program the idea that you could not constrict the glove far enough. Right. But since we're talking about VR, I did mess around with the uh, space station. It was like the ISS thing. It's like a free thing. Oh. Where you just, like, float around the space station. That's awesome. And, like, look at shit. It's actually pretty cool, yeah. It's all- right on. I hope that comes to PSVR. The ZRG is cool, but it, it's not as seamless as it is on uh, uh, Echo Arena. Okay. But it's it still works well. It's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. But anyway, VR is getting more affordable by the month. Leaps and bounds. So uh, I still don't know. Like, as we said, John's going to have to spend... A thousand dollars on top of the four hundred that he just spent building a new computer, which is also like, a, yeah, like it, it's still a lot of money. I don't want to talk about how much I'm in the hole. Yeah, yeah. My mine mine was also very expensive. That's why I haven't turned my Xbox out in like three months because yep. I feel like I need to use my computer. You're justifying <laughs> everything you purchased. Yeah. Uh, so next up, I had two downers of stories, one of which is Crackdown 3 has been delayed, uh, to 2018. Wah, Originally announced... Speaking of Xbox... Originally announced at the E3 of 2014, I believe, and, uh, expected for 2016. Uh, it is now not going to be out until at least spring of 2018. So, um, that's a bummer. Non-Gears of War Xbox exclusive. I just assume nobody cares I'm anymore. still waiting to see enough to see whether I care to play the game at all. I think... Well, that's the thing is that I remember people that liked Crackdown 1 and didn't I like Crackdown 2 because one of nobody them. liked Crackdown 2, apparently. I think but it was the original Crackdown I tried, and I, would, I didn't really get into it. I remember listening to different podcasts and things on... Uh, after E3 and people just being like, this doesn't really feel that great or new. It feels like more Crackdown, but the game's been in development for over three years and right. there hasn't been a Crackdown game in like yeah, almost a decade. Unlike games that have been delayed a lot, like Sea of Thieves, where every time I see it, I just want to play it more. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with this game. It's I mean, a little troublesome. It's it's cool that you kind of cast Terry Crews in the game. <laughs> I just want him to ride around on a horse, <laughs> and that would be that would be great. But other than that, trying to spin the virtues, like of you know what, spice. I'm happy they're taking more time if it means they're going to make a good game. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, I, we say I that hope, now, but I feel like everyone's just going to be disappointed no matter what at this point. I hope it's good. I hope they take the time to make it worthwhile, and um, we'll we'll see we'll see what comes in 2018. Yeah, but 
Yeah. And then the other downer that I had to talk about, uh, EA has announced that Mass Effect Andromeda will no longer get any more patches, and it certainly will not have any single-player DLC. Wah, wah, wah. Um, not extremely uh, surprising, given the news of the past couple months since release of Mass Effect Andromeda. They also did not sell a season pass for the game, because I think they kind of were wondering if the game would sell well enough to warrant single-player DLC, but... Uh, did it? I don't know. What? Did the game sell well? I don't I don't think so. Not enough to warrant any single-player DLC, apparently. But uh, from what from all indications, I think it, it undersold. A lot of people I know bought it. Yeah. I know some people who bought it. I don't necessarily know anybody that ended up extremely happy I with know, it. I just know you guys I think only it. one person that's finished it, and that would be Zach. I didn't buy it. <laughs> I did not buy it. I only played the... Oh, that's two right. two and a half minutes of a trial on EA Origins. That's right. Yeah. Um, not a good indicator of the rest of the game, but it's, it's we don't need to the, revisit. Yeah, that. it wasn't the the story wasn't the problem. I was intrigued by the story. It was everything else. But I've heard that the patches have have gone a long way to making it look better and feel better and play better. But uh, too little, too late. Zach says I 100% at Andromeda and hit gold tier in multiplayer. So congratulations, Jesus. Zach. I feel like now finish that the would Witcher. Be, that would be on your Xbox achievements because you might be the only person who's done that. <laughs> if you feel can like, 100% The Witcher, that's a lifetime achievement. I feel like Andromeda is one of those games that is was totally rushed. <laughs> Zach says it was disappointing mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, Ganesh was playing it, and he had apparently, like, I was telling him, like, you really should play the other ones. He had never played any of them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. That's a that's a bummer yeah, on that. But he was saying, like, if they ever re-release those, you'd definitely play those. And that would be, I mean, they're sitting they sh- in a gold mine with that. Because all- I could still easily play through all three of them again multiple times. They're all backwards compatible on the X-Bone, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it would be nice just to get... Just nicer ones that load fast, and I don't totally. have to hear the CD-ROM yeah. spinning up all the time. Well, I guess I don't on the X-Bone, but... Yeah. Yeah. It would just be nice to have, like... They could leave the graphics pretty much the same, just upscale the shit. Yeah. No. Make it crispy. Totally. I agree. But I, I'm I'm bummed. I, I'll still probably pick this up when it's super cheap and I have nothing else to do, but... Yeah, I, well, I have a wealth of things to do. You have a so. wealth of other games to play that you've picked up. Yep. I just feel like the whole game was just a giant cash grab and didn't really like I don't I feel like it it, it I think it was a product of the idea that they're like, "Hey, we have a franchise here that everybody loves and mostly wants to see more of." And I don't think they figured out what the right way to continue that series was. Cuz I I I agree. There did not there should not have been any more Commander Shepard. I don't think they should have continued his story. I don't think they should yeah, have done that a prequel. Was done. I I think they could have left that the way that it was. See, Going I feel to like a completely different galaxy was a good move. Yes, I feel like that universe, like that story, everything, all parts considered, would have made a pretty good MMO of sorts, as opposed to like making Andromeda. I don't, no. So so. 
Zach says, I'm a Mass Effect fanboy, and I can even admit to how disappointing it was. The combat was better, and Mass Effect 1-style exploration only fleshed out was way better, but everything else fell short. I was a huge Mass Effect fanboy, too. Like, I fucking loved Mass Effect. This is a great game. I was, like, if I had a job at the time when the first game came out, I would have bought an Xbox for that game because I was so excited for it. It's pretty much why I got an Xbox. Exactly. That and Gears of War. So, but but this, like, Andromeda just totally killed it for me. Like, and I think I said in our, like, review of it that I wanted, like, I would have wanted the Garrison C-Sec story more than I would have wanted Man. <laughs> like, if, if they made a five-hour here's Garrus walking around the Citadel solving crimes as a detective, it'd oh be, my god, that sounds awesome. a good awesome. VR experience. <laughs> I would totally rather have that than what they did here, but... I think there's a good Mass Effect game to be made at some point in the future. Oh, yeah, for they sure. should let it breathe and come back to it later and figure out the DNA of that game and see where they need to take it from here. Because, like, they need to make a calculated... And here's the thing is that this game has been in... De- it was in development for also, like, three years, four years, something like that. Like, it had a long enough development time, but it just got bogged down in frostbite issues because yeah. yeah I just I feel like it was rushed though in terms of like when like from when they announced it to when it came out like, I, I feel like that was a very short amount of time I think they they like something must have forced them to pivot or they just did not put a lot of thought into it yeah. and figured it was gonna sell or something and they they just something something caused a lot of late game decisions that ultimately made it a not great game right so, uh yeah, yeah. glad did say i would buy the old mass effect, mass effect games if they re-released it yeah i i would be down to get a i would be down if they just updated the pc versions with controller support <laughs> if they did that that would be that would be cool that would be nice but isn't it, i thought just the first one doesn't have controller yeah support. well if they could so. update the first one with controller support, then I would I would go ahead and, and buy those on Origin. But anyway, that was it for my uh, my other news. Uh, the other things we could briefly speak about, there have been some Splatoon updates. There are new maps that are already here or coming for both Salmon Run and for the other uh, competitive modes. There's also a new weapon. There are several new weapons since we last spoke. And then the... Um, the next Splatfest is uh, this weekend. Next flying weekend. versus invisibility. Yes, it's flying versus invisibility. Uh, we had this discussion, discussion, but where did we all come out with invisibility. that? Invisibility. Invisibility is a much better superpower than flying. What yeah. do you think, listeners? Yeah, please let us know what you would want to be. Uh, Zach saying one more. Uh, he says Andromeda was proven to be developed by BioWare's B team. Most of that B team were rookie game devs, and far fewer in general than the A team. What was the A team working on? I know, but yeah, why would <laughs> why would they pass such a? Oh, they were they were all working on um, Anthem, right? Uh, Probably. Yeah. Well, he says Bioware's A team came in the last year to help move things along with how many struggles the B team was having, which led to the mess we ultimately have. That totally makes sense. But um, it's just a bummer all around, you know. Yes. Uh, yeah, so the Splatoon 2 Splatfest, the next Splatfest is uh, going to be on the day that is known as, why is this, uh, it's September 1st and 2nd, so it is this weekend. It'll be 
the Saturday, essentially, cool. in Eastern time zone. So, play we'll, Splatfest on my birthday. Yeah, we'll have to hop on and play some <laughs> some Splatfest. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Um, so I put Uncharted next on the docket. It's just going to be, be me talking to you guys about Uncharted for a little while. But uh, Naughty Dog released Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, a uh, last legacy. Lost Legacy, The Lost Legacy, uh, which was meant to be single-player DLC for Uncharted 4. However, they basically started making it, and they made too much of a game. So they decided to release it as a standalone standalone piece of content. So um, it focuses on Chloe, who was introduced in... In Uncharted 2 and Nadine Ross, who was a villain in the fourth Uncharted game. And it's them uh, working together to find some, uh, like a, a storied uh, piece of uh, like artifact in India. And the whole game takes place in India, which is new for an Uncharted game, that it just sticks to like one locale. Um, it took me about eight hours to finish. I did finish it. I played it on a PlayStation 4 Pro, so I got to play it in uh, 4K HDR, and it is even more gorgeous than Uncharted 4 was. But Uncharted 4 has since received 4K and HDR Mm -hmm. updates, so I'm sure it looks fantastic as well. But um, it's a lot more Uncharted. It's more of the same. It's puzzles that you're used to. It's combat that sometimes is very punishing and unfair and stupid. But... um, (laughs) All in all, like I think it's gorgeous. I think they've only yeah. gotten better at telling stories with Uncharted games, and I think this is a great no no spoilers here really. But I think this is a great proof of concept that you don't need Nathan Drake in an Uncharted game. Like I think Uncharted can survive without Nathan Drake because this game's fucking awesome. Like the the journey that you go on, like Nadine and Chloe aren't best friends when this game starts they're just just doing chloe's chloe's hired nadine to work for her to help her in finding this artifact and the relationship the ways that their relationship changes throughout the entire eight nine hours of story that's here it's awesome to see them grow closer and to find the dramatic tensions between them and it's it's a fantastic there's there's a moment with this in this game with chloe alone well, with both of them, really, that resonates better than most of the movies that I've seen in theaters this year. This, so, this is just a YouTube playthrough, right? Yeah, this is just the footage that they put out. Uh, that so it's not spoilery. The, no, this is the this is when you first get into what is essentially the open world part of the game. There's like a small open world it's segment. Like, it's like a hub kind of thing. It's kind of a like you're there to go and accomplish. Like, there's three fortresses that you need to like startup fountains in but then there's a bunch of other little puzzles and things that you can do to uh find treasures and stuff like that like you would normally do in those games but how difficult would it be for us to put you playing up there like like we need to like capture video and like use the our own playthroughs as part of our i mean we could we could segments like we could certainly do that but i like the idea of me talking to it is kind of difficult no no i just mean Never mind. We'll talk about this. Yeah, we'll that's talk about this later. some inside baseball. But yeah. regardless, uh, there were times where the combat just really frustrated me. They try to make this game 
more stealth accessible and uh it worked in uncharted 4 but for some reason in this game i don't know if i've just gotten impatient in the past year and i'm in my, in my old age but uh, it's it's it was difficult for me oh, to sucker punch. effectively um play this game in a stealthy manner i find it highly unlikely she would open that giant uh, container and only found a silent pistol. A silenced <laughs> pistol is like the only usable thing in that container. Well, that's, you have to suspend true. believability a bit when you yeah. play these games. They can't give you all the good weapons. They could have just made a small. Except box. for The Last of Us, you actually find things where they should be. Sometimes, sometimes when you open up those chests, they've got like a C4 thing and a rocket launcher in it, or a grenade launcher. I mean, clearly, this is some sort of paramilitary. Uh, organization, so they probably have boxes full of silenced guns everywhere. Anyway, we should stop talking to the video since yeah. we have a lot Anyways. of people who listen to us without the video. Um, it's really good, and I think it's totally worth the thirty one ninety nine you'd pay for it with Gamers Club Unlocked because they did do a physical disc release of this. Okay, uh, but if you did have the season pass for Uncharted Four, you get this included with it. You don't have to pay anything. Free. Um, the game does p- come with the multiplayer that Uncharted 4 has, so you get all access to all of the Uncharted 4 multiplayer. Oh, interesting. There's also like a horde survival mode that you can play with cool. friends, co-op if you'd like to. Um, so it's there's I, a lot of value packed into a, a $39.99 package. I have a question. Yep. Would someone be doing a disservice to themselves by playing this game having not played the other Uncharted games? This is the most standalone game that there is in the series since the first one. So I think you would be able to play through this and have a good time. That being said, I don't think it will have as much emotional resonance as it did with me. If you have not played through at least Uncharted Four, well, because if not, he who cries at video because games. Nadine is in Uncharted Four. If I played this before playing Uncharted Four, would it spoil anything for me? I mean, only in the fact that you know that Nadine is in it. So, okay. like, I don't know. It's not that's not a big deal. I'm just curious because I I think if anything, like, it might if, be nice to play a very nice looking Uncharted game that I don't have to play through all the other ones to play. If you first. started with Uncharted 4, I think I have that heard would that it okay. still makes perfect sense. It's not a hard story to pick up. It all makes sense, but the entire journey of all of the characters from Uncharted 1 to Uncharted Lost Legacy is phenomenal. Like it's it only gets better with each game. Okay. So I think it's worth going back to Uncharted One yeah. in that I I have Nathan the Drake collection, collection, but I just I, I yeah I understand I understand, but it's too uh, much PUBG. <laughs> Stupid. Even if you just put them, if you put the if you put the games down to easy and just played through them that way, that's probably the best way to do it because I the yeah. stories are I played s- about an, an hour of the first one and it was fine. It actually looks pretty good still. Yeah. No, the 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 uprising that they did with that collection is is also very good, but uh Uncharted the Lost Legacy is fantastic. Definitely worth picking up or making checking to see if you got it for free with your deluxe edition purchase or whatever they have out there if you have the season pass in some form, but it's uh it's really good and like I said, I got 8 hours out of the main story that was with 
50 something out of 64 treasures found uh so there's still room for me to go back and play it again there's a lot of trophies the trophies are separate from uncharted 4 so you can still platinum uncharted 4 or this alone um but no it's it's fantastic it's cool. really really good and i'm i'm sad that naughty dog is saying this is their last uncharted game um but i'm interested to see what they can do with with the a new property and, yeah yeah because we are getting um imagine if they did a sci-fi game we are getting the with the their level of storytelling. We're getting the Last of Us Part Two, which I'm sure will be great. Uh, it's not necessarily something that I asked for after. Uh, no, after that game the was Last totally fine the way it was, but, but um, I would gladly play more. Yeah, I, I, well, developers don't want to take too many risks with new IPs. You know, it's and the same reason we end up with a bunch of sequels and remakes. It, yeah, it depends though. I mean, like a developer like them, I think people will buy whatever they put out just based on their experiences with their other games. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, they're going to have a cult following now, no matter what. Unfortunately, I mean, I kind of felt that way about Bioware for a long time, but they've kind of burned me with the last couple. (laughs) Yeah, so... um, Yeah, but they're going to make up for that with Andromeda. Or not Andromeda. Anthem. Anthem. Yeah, wow, stupid A names. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm intrigued to see what they'll do next, but I, I wonder if... Sony's going to pass Uncharted along to somebody else to do something with, or what they're going to do with with Uncharted in the future. Yeah, I wouldn't be sad if they're like, we're not going to touch it until PlayStation Five at this point. Yep. Um, but we'll see. So cool. Uh, the other game that we have been playing, Brian well, you, and I have been. You playing, guys, yeah. Uh, sadly, none of the videos I. Sadly, not as much as the, I was hoping to by the time we re- reviewed it. Sonic Mania uh, came out on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox, and it's going to be out soon on the PC, yeah. and uh, it's also out on the Nintendo Switch. We both played it on the Switch? Yes. Uh, I As soon as I found out that it was coming out soon, I was like, I want this game for my Switch, because mm-hmm. this is exactly the kind of game I like to play in handheld mode. Because mm-hmm. the 3D games, I struggle with using the lower right stick Yep, a lot. It, There's it no just, right like, stick in this my game. Hand up. Yeah. <laughs> so games like this, and like um, Shovel Knight and stuff like that, Shovel Knight's hard enough to where I like using the Pro Controller better. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, it's good for the Switch. So, uh, Brian, are you were you a fan of Sonic from before? Yeah, yeah. I played through one and two multiple times. Yeah, um, played a little bit of Sonic Three, and I think Sonic Three or, or and Knuckles, Sonic or whatever and Knuckles. the hell it was. Yeah. Did you religiously watch the cartoon? No, the Jaleel White cartoon because Alex did the first <laughs> Jaleel White cartoon where Sonic really wants Coney dogs. I missed Sonic CD, which I hear a lot of fans say is one of the better ones, if not the yeah. best. But I have that on PC. I picked it up for like a dollar something mm-hmm. one day, and I hear the PC one's actually the best one anyways. Probably, yeah. The, the specific one that I picked up on Steam is. There's multiple iterations of it on PC that you can get. Which but, uh, it might have been made or like retooled by the guy who made Sonic Mania. Uh, possibly. Christian, Christian Whitehead is his name. Um, but yeah, 
I've played so, some Sonic in my day. Oh, Sonic Spinball as well. I okay. really liked Sonic Spinball. It was awesome. So you were a Sonic fan, but you didn't make it into the uh, into the 3D generation with Sonic. No, I had no interest in that, yeah. to be honest. So uh, how did you... And I'll, I'll say, we owned Sonic 1 and Sonic and & Knuckles, and I had two Sonic Game Gear games, and I liked them. I never got past the second level in any of them because I was young and I was bad at it and I didn't get it and it was hard for me. But uh, I was glad to have another shot at being good at Sonic with Sonic Mania. But Brian, how how did you feel about Sonic Mania? I thought I was pretty decent at Sonic, but uh, apparently I'm not anymore. (laughs) Um, I did fine in the first, like, as soon as I load it up, it starts with the, uh, what is it, Diamond Hill Zone? Or Green Hill Zone. Green Hill Zone, sorry. Which is a total throwback to the old game. Just to speak a little bit, uh, there are several new stages, but yes. there are also old stages in which the Act 1 of that stage is relatively similar to some of the yeah. parts of the and original the music. stages. And the music. But it's like a better version of the music yeah. basically act two takes more liberties and does different things with mechanics and music and boss fights that's cool and everything like that that's a cool way um, to do things yeah yeah and there is a boss fight at the end of every single act yes so there are a lot of bosses in this game yeah but and some there's of them... a lot of variety to them and yes. like the one that i've come up to within the last like in the early part of the game which is the only part of the game i've gone through was just brilliant but I don't want to spoil it for Yeah, anybody. I don't want to spoil it either. <laughs> but the the chemical plant zone act 2 yeah, boss. Yeah. <laughs> it was really up. easy though. <laughs> yeah, totally, but no, it's great. Um yeah, the music is awesome. I forgot how much I like the music. It's just super cool. All and then the I found out that they're zone. making a like an LP a vinyl version of the the soundtrack. Yep. And I think I might have to pick that up. Is it going to be eight bit style or sixteen bit style like that? Uh, I don't know. Well, it's not like the. It might have a a lot of stuff on it because it's like a. Because I, I just I think it, it's four records. It would just be really funny to listen to this like all bit crushed music on a vinyl. Well, I've like, listened to uh, I listened to the It Follows soundtrack yeah, on which vinyl, is mostly yeah, yeah. mostly it, like if not all bit crushed. Of I some like sort. that soundtrack. Yeah, and and it's it's great. So I would totally be down. But even this this is like a lot of the music is sixteen bit, but it's like pseudo sixteen bit. Yeah, it's like uh, there 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 are a lot of features to it that are not something that would be possible on the Genesis. I just like the sixteen bit drums. Yeah, I mean they're well, funny. So yeah, it it looks and plays like Sonic. It mm-hmm. feels great. Um, there are things that I've kind of forgotten about Sonic that I didn't like that. And I'm not reminded is that I just don't care for levels that slow everything down, that make you have to platform like a traditional platformer. Yeah, like no, Sonic, Sonic is was best. about speed. Yeah, and when if you're you racing through a level, have a general idea how to get through a level, and you can kind of plan it out in your head like I'm going to get here fast. But then I got like I got through the first three zones, and I got to this flying battery zone. And that's where I've, I'm stuck right now because I just get frustrated. Yeah. Because like every time you try to move more than like two screens ahead, you get on a, you accidentally hit a spike or a flame or or a, a fucking hole in the ground. This game has a lot of it, the cheap Sonic shots that yeah, there can but be. And that Sonic. that level is just like all of them in one level constantly. And then they have some cool mechanics too, but 
they're difficult to use in conjunction with all that other stuff going on. Right. Like they have a magnetized type thing where you, you get like a lightning shield or whatever or whatever. Yeah, they, they have the and lightning it, shields in Sonic 3, I think. And well, then, it, it, it like in that magnetizes level. you to the, the, the ceiling every once in a while. Yeah. Which is like really cool, but also a pain in the ass. Because there's a bunch of spikes on the ceiling. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, overall, it's it's fun. Um, I really wanted to try out the competitive, competitive mode, mode beforehand because yeah. I used to play Sonic 2 competitive mode with my cousin like all the time. We loved playing that, like where you'd race through the levels. Yeah. There is a save system. It only takes you back to the beginning of the Whatever zone. Yeah, that's why I'm the- that is why I'm stuck because I was sloppy trying to race through the game thinking I was the shit like early on and then I didn't realize because I'm like it's a modern game and there's a save slot. I'll be fine if I lose all my lives. Well, now I'm stuck with three lives at the beginning of that. And Flying like, zone. Yep. I keep screwing up in stupid ways stop. and get frustrated. Just stop screwing up in stupid ways. Get good at Sonic. Yeah. Uh, the, so, yeah, you if you die in Act 2, you will go back to the beginning of Act 1 of that zone. Yes. So, I'm really sick of that zone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, there's there's a lot of things where like there's sliding blocks where if you get caught on them the right way then it immediately kills you and that yep. still fucking sucks like it's the worst. There is a water level that is the worst level in this game because you have to keep finding the air bubbles to breathe and I've hated that mechanic. Yeah. Um, but all of that being said, I did finish the game. I did not. Uh, you. So there are special stages. Uh, one of them is the normal blue sphere. Like if you have enough rings and you hit a checkpoint, you can jump through the stars in order to hit all of the blue spheres, which then gives you a coin that you can collect all of the coins and you get something I don't know yet. Um, I was never a fan of that. They're terrible. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like Especially them. when you accidentally hit one of those those bumpers yeah. and you're going backwards. Yep. And then you're like, shit, I need to figure out how to go backwards into a bumper again so yep. I can go well, forward. Well, you can actually hit the forward button, and it will make you go forward again. What? Yes. I don't know if that was true for the original games, but it is for this one. Oh. So, pro well, tip. That makes it a lot easier. Pro tip, hit forward to go forward. But I have not um, successfully finished one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I've finished maybe four or five of them successfully, and that was about it. But then there's also... You can find a large ring, like a large 3D ring yeah, in the stages. Yeah, and when you jump into it, it takes you to like a Sonic R type stage where you are racing this UFO carrying a Chaos Emerald. That's okay. I've only done one of them, I think, so far. You but. get as much time, like each ring that you have counts as a second, and you can collect more rings in the stage. You also collect blue orbs to go faster to actually catch up to the the uh, Emerald. But, um, yeah, it's... Those are fun, and also, if you collect all seven Chaos Emeralds, then the final boss fight is extended. There's another boss. It's a true ending. Yeah. Nice. I did not get to that. But I did finish the game after getting stuck on several different things, and I feel extremely accomplished. Did you have problems with the flying battery one at all? Uh, I think I died a couple times, but I didn't... There's, like, one spot I keep getting to, and I don't even know where I'm supposed to go. I had more trouble with the water level, and then there's an oil slick zone or something. Oh, that sounds and, horrible. Um, and there, the a few of those bosses towards the end of the game get pretty fucking hard, and if you don't know how to beat them, it's, it's like, I, I had to look up the trick to a few of them, because I just did not understand. 
but uh it's really really good like it's a $20 Sonic game that has like 13 zones in it and it's a lot of fun like I had a great time playing it it feels like Sonic it feels like what Sonic should be I don't think they should try and make any more 3D Sonics they should just make more of these like they should do like a Mega Man 9 and 10 kind of thing with it and just put out new Sonic games that are 2D by Christian Whitehead cuz he's he's good at it. And he he was good at coming up with new ways to transport Sonic around the level. Like there's a thing in the Chemical Plant Zone Act 2 yeah where you have these plungers that are in like the water baths that you'll find, the chemical baths, and if you hit the plunger, it'll turn that that bath into like a rubbery substance that you can bounce in like you'll bounce higher off of it and like you can make it even like different colors to bounce even higher than the previous one so like seeing him add in new mechanics to the old stages is awesome and i feel like he would be great to make new stages with new stuff like he did with the uh it's like studio zone or something like that cinema zone i can't remember exactly what it called what it's called but i think it's studiopolis or something studio yeah studiopolis but uh they should just make Sonic games like this from now on. Although I'm intrigued by Sonic Forces, but I don't think I'm going to buy it. I think I'm just going to see people talk, or hear yeah. people talk about it. But did this make you want to bust out the Genesis? It, it kind of, yeah. Like, or it, are you it, are you waiting for your Barney and Friends hide and seek <laughs> remake mania? It makes Oops. me want to play my Sonic CD. I'm not hoping for that. that. I have on Steam already. Yeah. I I was very tempted to pull out my game gear and try to play those sonic games yeah those are uh, even harder yeah they I are. played some of the first one but i don't it's yeah, not a fantastic really experience but nah. it's still <laughs> i still had a good time with it well, but now I, you have it on switch uh, yeah and it's bring sonic with you it's it's pretty awesome and i i hope like i i don't i don't know yet but there should be some kind of level select and i just want to play the chemical plant zone over and over again because that music is the shit well you can go into uh competitive mode them you can go into race mode oh yeah the time the time time attack yeah Yeah, so there's time time attack and there's also the competitive mode that brian talked about to to give you a little bit more stuff to play with and the the twenty dollars. As far as I can there. tell, I mean that looks What's like the it's only local. Creator like is the character creator like pretty elaborate? There's no character creator. Shit. There is in the other Sonic game coming out this year. You get to make your well, own I Sonic mean, character. Sonic That's Knuckles cool. and Tails are in the game. Yes, but I don't I don't actually know how to play the other ones. Ta- Tails. Yeah, Tails, but I want to can... make my own Sonic character named Balls. <laughs> Tails, you can fly. You know, it plays a lot like Sonic, but he flies. Yeah, and no, but I mean, I don't know, like, how to select them as playable. Oh, you just, once you exit out of the game, like, if you were to quit after getting, uh... That joke was like, if you, shut down yeah, so hard. If you start a new game, like, if you go to start a new game, then you can uh, hit up or down. Oh. And so you can play as Sonic and Tails, where you get the classic Tails. That's what I've been doing, yeah. And then you can play as Sonic... Tails or knuckles or balls, but um, 
Yeah, it's it's a it's a fantastic. There's a lot of replayability game. there. There's a lot of replayability. I don't know. Like I tried to play as Knuckles. I used to play Sonic and Knuckles as Knuckles exclusively because oh, Knuckles is Knuckles awesome. Yeah, bat- he could fly yep. for one, and he had the fist thing where he could like climb walls and yep. shit. So, yeah, uh, exactly. Why would anybody ever want to play anything else? Tails He's suck. kind like I playing him in this. I like Sonic more now yeah. for some reason. Like he just feels better than I do. Tails wasn't but, really all that fun except for the tail. Yeah. That mechanic of being able to fly well, sometimes. If you do the if you do the Sonic and Tails, then you can you can uh you can, you can do hop up and, and, and cool. Tails will grab you and you can fly that way if you need if you need to get around a little bit. But um it's really good. It's really inventive. Uh it's it's a the way a remake should be made. Or like would you want to call this a remake or like a reimagining or like what do you call it? I like, hope that this like I I watched I think the Digital Foundry video or something about this, and the guy threw a ton of shade at Nintendo because of uh, the AM2R, the Metroid Two remake, and how they shut it down. Because this guy Christian Whitehead was sitting there like, I'm gonna recreate Sonic's uh, CD for the PC. He's like, I just want to figure out how to make this game. Yeah, and they saw that and were like, Hey, do you want to do that for like some iPhone? releases of the old games and he was like sure so then he put out these really really good iphone ports of the sonic games for what an iphone port can be of a game like this and then they're like hey do you want to make an actual new sonic game and he was like "Uh uh-huh and then he made sonic mania nintendo needs to let people do that with with metroid like they should like obviously metroid samus returns or whatever was probably in the works when am2r came out but they should be talking to those guys and being like, hey, come do something like this for a new Metroid game. Give us a new 2D Metroid game. Right. Because there are people out there that get Metroid. Uh, like, they, they understand it. Like, they understand these franchises very well. More it's, so it's than... It's the game they grew up on. It's what they love. It's what they enjoy about gaming. And they want to just make their own version of it. Yeah. Yes. With the... In, with all of the same nostalgic factors of the originals, but with a different take on it as to things that since they've played the game a million times front and back, left and right, they've got ideas of what they think might work best or new things to add that'll improve gameplay, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of the time, the people who originally made these games have moved on. Like, they, they don't necessarily, like, care to go and make a new Metroid, which I get it. But right. there are people out there that will do something like that. I would love to see... I hope this sparks Konami being like, Hey, you love Castlevania. Come make a new 2D Castlevania for us. Yeah. Like, that would be awesome if, if that's what comes out of this. Because this game is fantastic. It's worth the $20. It seems to be selling well. People like it a lot. Um, so, I I think that's awesome. and I, And I hope more people... It beats a bunch of Neo Geo ports, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Zach says it almost goes back to talking about Dota and Mod leading to what it is and Daisy leading to what it has. So, like, the idea yeah. that, yeah, there's people out there that are able to take chances and workshop it. Right. Like, that's that's a good way to do things. For sure. Um, the other thing I did here, and I'm almost tempted to rebuy the game, is that it is... It does have PS4 Pro support, which sounds stupid, but the idea that you will get 2160p Sonic 
in pixel perfect representation on a TV is awesome. <laughs> and apparently it's at 60 frames, of course, because why wouldn't it be? Uh, and I don't think the Switch version isn't. Like, it plays pretty well. I don't know if you had this problem, but I, I get a delay when I hit the home button. Yeah, there is a known home bug. Yeah. Home Apparently some people don't home have that bug. issue, but some people do. Yeah, I'd, I have it. Yeah, So and that, that kind of sucked. But other than that, the game performs <laughs> perfectly fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but I'm kind of curious to see it on a on a PlayStation 4 Pro. So if it goes on sale on a flash sale, I might pick it up again. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's really good. There's There were a lot of good games this week, and I beat them both. Got a couple more coming next week. Yeah, you didn't beat StarCraft Remastered. I did not beat StarCraft. That takes Remastered forever. Yet. Yeah, that'll take a while. that'll take longer. With than, Brood War, it yeah. comes with that as well. Yes, it does. All of it's um, worth playing through, though. I did pre-order Mario and Rabbids. I also pre-ordered Destiny Two and Super Mario uh, Odyssey in the same fell swoop from Best Buy because you do get ten dollar. Rewards. I knew there mu- there must have been a catch because he you was get very a, anti-pre-order. You get a ten dollar reward for <laughs> Destiny Two, or yeah, and you also get a ten dollar reward for Super Mario Odyssey. So, but I nothing for Rabbids. Not for Rabbids. No. What the hell. They do have a, if you buy if you buy a figurine because they're not making amiibos for Mario and Rabbids, which they should be, but they're basically Aww. making non-amiibo amiibos that you can buy. If you buy that with the game from Best Buy, then you can get a cap that it's a Mario cap with the rabbit's ears on it. Yeah, but there is no there is no ten dollar bonus for those. I'm tempted for that, to cancel my Amazon pre order of Destiny and just do it over Sony. I that's the thing. You I don't cannot, get anything extra yeah. through Sony. No, I know, but I and, did it that way. But he's never gonna. I, he doesn't want to have to go and take the disc out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't want to remove the disc at all. So that's not worth. Twenty dollars to me <laughs> for how much that we've played the game. I'd say it actually is. I got mad every time I had to mo- remove that disc. I swear that's fine, but I mean, I you know, I can get the Plus ten dollars more noise. I get the twelve dollars off with Gamers Club Unlocked, and then I get ten dollars back. So I can't, I can't pass that up. I can't. Buy yeah, well, I mean, it's way. also like a preload thing because, like, when it releases, I can load it first thing in the morning or whatever and get it up and running. So it's yeah, ready that's to go true. By the time I get done with work, that's true. But I don't know. It's not really worth the extra money to me either. But I don't know. Just an internal debate I've had. I will probably just pick it up at Best Buy, run home at lunch, put it in there to install and download any patches, yeah. and then whatever. Zach says, "Who knows how far off it is?" But you guys should check out the Monster Hunter World footage from Gamescom. I love the Monster Hunter series, and they seem to be going all, all out with this one. Zach, I've heard that Monster Hunter is a game that you need a Sherpa to bring you into, and I think you need to Sherpa well, we just the three of us <laughs> into Monster Hunter, because I feel like with how much we've enjoyed... Um, with how much we've enjoyed... Uh, God, what is the game that I'm thinking of? <sighs> Every game we've ever played. I don't know. Zach, yeah, like period. it's it, yeah, like the all the materials and the like. This game, Monster Hunter, is all grinding, and you guys love Destiny, so we should probably play this game. Right. There's no reason that we wouldn't like it. <laughs> so, um, it's not all about the grind. We'll have to consider it, uh, picking that up. It looks it interesting out. to me. I haven't watched the Gamescom footage yet. Yeah, I haven't watched anything yet. It looks really cool. Is something we probably should have talked about a bit. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Zach says, did you ever play Fantasy Star Online? I didn't really. No, not at all. I read about it. Yeah, but... Uh, I would be willing to check out uh, 
Monster Hunter World, yeah, especially for sure. with Zach at the helm. How are we going to run the next episode? I know we had talked about possibly giving D2 a full episode. People will have to stay tuned. I think maybe we will probably just try to do a Mario and Rabbids episode next week as a okay. bonus, and then we can do just the full Destiny stuff. I am uh, not sure I'm going to... 100% that I'm going to pick up Mario and Rapids too, so you can maybe do it without me. Okay, we'll see. We'll figure it out. But, um, yeah, no, I don't know. Stay tuned, we'll let you know. What else is up with the network? Uh, there's a new episode of the Midwest Film Nerds podcast what? that came out yesterday. We talked about the Dark Tower and pretty much every other movie that we've seen in 2017. Must about how long, long is it? Yeah, how long is it's that episode? It's like two hours and 13 minutes long. So. <laughs> I bet you made all your old fans really happy. I, I got, I've gotten tweets from all of them, and they're all very I saw happy the ones from you. Sure. Yeah. I saw those pop up. You, uh, Gordon messaged me. Uh, David Steele liked it. Uh, Matt Hurt from the Obsessive Viewer podcast also uh, retweeted us and, and, and had some nice things to say so cool. awesome uh gone to texas uh episode 11 is going to air tomorrow and then we're going to record on tuesday so that's going to be wrapping up uh the second week of september um but i will be going to japan after that so our season wrap up will probably be two weeks later yep um but other than that horror movie yearbook just did a george romero retrospective Rest uh, in peace, i just george. had that pop up on my feed i will have to listen to that it's very good even as somebody who isn't very well versed in george romero they talk about uh a lot of his lesser known movies and also uh, movies that he was supposed to make but didn't end up coming to fruition including uh his script for the resident evil movie which willie's the biggest resident evil fan that i know and he raves about that, that script would have been amazing they wanted to do it, but apparently it was it was too expensive. They couldn't they couldn't uh, justify it. He did end up, and this is a fun fact that I learned from horror movie yearbook. He did end up directing a commercial for Resident Evil Two. So that's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I never knew that. And they also talk a little bit about uh, uh, he was working on um, he was working on another video game, like an actual video game. Hmm. Um, but it, it didn't end up coming out. Uh, but there is some video game stuff in, in this week's horror movie yearbook, so please go check it out. It is uh, quite good. Interesting. Right on. Well, as always, we would appreciate your feedback at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, don't forget, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. Again, we're not sure how we're going to do the next couple episodes here. Definitely going to cover some Mario vs. Rabbids, Mario Plus Rabbids. Yes. Yeah, and Destiny 2 is a definite. Uh, and there, I'm sure there's a handful of other games that are being completely masked over. I think Knack 2 comes out the same Knack day as Destiny. Knack 2 is coming out the same week as Destiny. It's yeah, the day so before. There's a lot of stuff that's happening now. We're getting a really, really good fall game None season. of us played the first Knack, so I don't know if we're yeah, going to touch on that one. So far, I have a knack for not playing those games, <laughs> yeah. so I might just continue that. Zach says, Alex, you're going to raid. God damn it. Uh We'll see about Yeah, that. you're going to raid a D2. We'll, we'll, we'll make you. But anyways... You guys can carry my lifeless body through the raid. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening and watching along, uh, especially those on Twitch like Zach and Gladish on YouTube. We yep. really appreciate you guys joining us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys uh, next time around. Peace! <laughs>